Oh gotta yeah, the take it. Gotta easy. Gotta Welcome back, everybody, to the Take It Easy Sport Show, part of the Arizona Varsity Podcast Network. My name is Zach Alvira, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend Eric, who just officially got done moving up to Flagstaff in his new place. He was moving all day. He's eating margarita pizza. Eric, how are you feeling? I'm sure you're tired, though, right? I'm okay. Um, got yeah, got all that stuff done. Um, still a bunch of boxes and everything to unload, but I'm good. I'm hanging in there. How much did you actually have to bring up? Because I know you've been in Flagstaff and you only had some things with you, right? Yeah. I mean, we brought the majority of our stuff. So I was just like, I was sleeping on a small bed and whatever. Like we got our actual bed and most of my clothes and stuff like that. Like the, the things that, um, you could live without for a short period of time. Um, but not for long term. Got it. Okay. I also have to ask, what's the update with the fire that's up there? It's gotten better. They're okay. containing it more. Um, it rained today for the first time in a while. Ah, okay. um, not a ton, but enough that it made a, a little bit of a difference. Got it. So not really as smoky? No. It For a while, it really smelled like a barbecue all the time, which was yeah. fun at first, but then it got kind <laughs> of annoying. Like I wanted to go on a hike one day or go walk around or whatever. And it was just, it, you couldn't go do it. Yeah. Uh, the national forest is still closed. Cojonino national forest. Um, at, at, at least for the time being, but they're getting it more under control. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And I know a part of it was, I think the winds probably shifted a bit because monsoon season. Cause I yep. know like, um, I didn't really notice it where I am in Chandler, but apparently either yesterday or the day before, apparently you could really smell the smoke from the, I think it's the Telegraph fire out there by Globe. Um, and that was a thing that happened. I think we mentioned in the last podcast, but Higley had to cancel sevens because it was too hot and they had kind of poor air quality conditions sure. because of the smoke. Um, but I guess people were actually smelling it in their yard and stuff. So, um, you know, hopefully those are in control. I know that I saw some dark clouds today and I don't think they made it to the Valley, but you know, hopefully so at least over those areas and, you know, hopefully no lightning spark something else, but, um, you know, definitely not any lightning in the Phoenix Suns arena <laughs> for game yeah, five, no unless you're a Clippers fan. Um, name one, uh, Alex Simpson, name two. Um, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Um, there's just him alone waving a little banner around yeah because i imagine that all of the uh quote-unquote clipper fans that attend the game who by the way have you noticed they arrive super late and like obviously the la traffic is one thing but i mean it was a saturday like get there early yeah um in in game four of course what i'm talking about but um i just imagine all those people going home and like opening their closet and have just a bunch of Lakers gear. And then they just throw that one piece of like Clippers merchandise into their closet around it. Just like, just for right now. And then next year they're going to like throw it away or something like that, or keep it just in case. But that's how I imagine all those fans in that arena. Um, two, my two cousins were actually at the game. I saw, I saw them post uh, pictures and stuff like that. I actually texted my, one of my cousins and said, you better not be a Clipper fan now. Um, but <laughs> Uh, the other one actually said Suns and Suns and four, which I was very happy to see. Um, the other one said that she was just a, a fan of overpriced drinks. So, hey, I have something to say. I said yeah. it a little bit last time, okay. but I have gotten more 
staunch in my views on this. Okay. I am so tired of Sons and Four guy and people going, <laughs> Sons and Four. It's so <laughs> annoying. Like, I get it. It was kind of a funny thing. But, like, the you know, it's not even that interesting. Like, okay, a guy got in a fight at a stadium. So did, like, your Uncle Larry. Um, everybody's known someone who's gotten in a fight at a stadium. And the fact that, like, the Suns were good, it came together, and it was this fun moment. But, like, it's several weeks after now. Leave it alone. I don't... Who cares about Suns and Four Guy? The guy was on Cameo. It's just dumb. And, like, it, you know, we see all these glorified fights now. People wanting to be the next viral fight star. It's so stupid. Like, think of something else to say. Don't just copy what everyone else does. It's dumb. It's really, really dumb. I And I don't dislike the guy. He's doing um, great for himself. Like, I, I dislike everybody else who doesn't have original ideas. Um, because they're just like, oh, something for it's a, I just get so tired of it, man. That's my piece. I'm done. I kind of like that guy. <sighs> Why? I don't know, man. I just kind of like him. I mean, he represented Phoenix in the fist fight, and he won. Great. So now it can be over, right? Nah. No, you have to... It'll be years. Suns in four. <laughs> as soon as this series ends, if the Suns happen to beat the Clippers, people will be making that same dumb joke. Yeah, they will. It's kind of like a rally cry. It's like the Valley. It's not a rally cry. It's Rally boring. the Valley. Rally the Valley, Suns in four. Rally the Valley's good. That's like the, the, the team's thing. Suns in four, baby. It's boring. Unoriginal. Suns, Suns in four. Boring and unoriginal. Why don't you like him? I'm, I'm just guessing. I want to. I want to ask again. I just told you. But like, do you he got hate, in a fight? But do you hate any the, other time? We don't like when people get in a fight. It's literally assault. But but let me ask you. He this. He should have gone to jail. But do, let me ask you this: Do you not like him as a person, or do you not like the concept of Sons and Four? Because those are kind of two different things. No, I don't dislike the guy himself. I shouldn't. I should say that. Okay. I don't dislike the guy. He's just some random sports fan who got in a fight and happened to be on video, um, and it interlocked with the Suns having a great series, and you know this weird dude with four watches that can't pull his pants up. Like it was just a. It was a merging of things. I don't dislike the guy. I dislike the reaction to it. Okay. And I dislike that everybody says Suns and Four now. I'm so tired of it. Is that why you don't like my tweets whenever I say Suns and Four? Yes. <laughs> Actually, probably I probably just don't see them. So what's worse if I did if I said Suns and Four, or I brought up the fact that I was the uh, 2020 fantasy champion in my fantasy football league? I mean, it's a new season coming up, Zach. You got to defend it. Yeah, I know, and I, I plan to. I'm gonna, you know what I'm. My team name is going to be Sons and Four. Great. Do you want to join our league? No. <laughs> Not even a little bit. All right. I have to admit here, I'm sitting here at my desk. Now, we don't do a video. Maybe we should. That'd be kind of funny. Um, I'm currently doing the stirring the pot motion. Who is worse, Sons and Four or Sister Jean? Oh, that's a tough one. That's stirring the pot, baby. 
I'm Sister Jean hey, was way I'm, worse. I'm making clam chowder. Sister Jean was way worse because it was national. And they weren't even Sons good. and Four was pretty is pretty national, bro. Yeah, it's a local thing though. People have stopped saying Sons and Four outside of Phoenix. In Arizona. Have and they? Yeah. Sure? For the most part. I mean, I'm sure there's like some dude in North Dakota who's like uh, sons and four and his friends think he's clever and funny or they just go along with it because everyone else says that now sister, so we've talked about sister Jean. i'm so tired of sister why do you bring that up stirring the pot and making clam yeah, powder i guess so let me let me ask you though if they were both sitting there wearing scarves indoors who would you be mad at the most for wearing a scarf indoors yeah both no it has to be one i mean i'd probably be mad at son's guy because at least sister jean has the excuse of being old <laughs> like old people get cold <laughs> that guy's obviously drunk he's fine um sons and four toy action figure sold for seven grand on ebay how do you feel that's so dumb who bought that? I don't know. Somebody's stupid. Someone stupid a, bought that. It had 101 bids. If you are the buyer of that and you listen to our show, don't listen anymore. I don't want you as a fan. We might have 12 people listening, <laughs> but I'll take 11 because I don't want you listening anymore. Oh, I'm serious. Don't listen. Don't listen to our show. Find another show where everyone thinks Sons and Four is so funny and clever and whatever. Not here. No, I won't have it. I won't have it. Did I you absolutely see? will not have it. I won't have it. I won't have Sons and Four all the time, all day, every day. Did you see how many people were lining up to get a picture with him? Yes. And that's what made me so mad. It, like, uh, are they going to look back on that in like five years and be like, oh, this guy? Probably. Yeah, great. Are you going to look back? Are you going to look back on uh, Loyola Chicago and say, hey, look, Sister Jean in five years? I'm never going to think about Loyola Chicago again. What if they win the championship? They won't. What if they do? They're not going to. They almost came close twice. They almost came close twice. Well, they did come close twice, kind of. They came close once. Uh, Elite Eight? That's not bad. It's not bad. There's also seven other teams. Okay. But there's also like 60. How many minutes did Sister Jean play? How many minutes did uh, Sons and Four Guy play? I don't like either of them. Yeah, but who's worse? They're both bad. Nope. One has to be worse. Who's worse? Sister Jean's the worst. Worst Why? sportsman ever. Why? She was giving takes on ESPN. She's a nun. I just threw the potatoes in the clam chowder, so it just needs to simmer a little bit longer. So continue. Go ahead. Get off ESPN. You're not a sports analyst. <laughs> Sister Jean. <laughs> I hate Sister Jean. Can I let me ask? 
can you just say sons and four guy in the same no level of disgust that no, you I'm say not sister g please why because i want to hear it well if you if you do it if you, <laughs> next topic if you, please. if you do it we will move on okay sons and four guy nope not good enough keep going we'll wait what am i supposed to do give it like a mean tone like sister jean that's the thing is it works better in that because it's three syllables as opposed to sons and four guy, which is too many words to be that angry. I can I can make son I can make both of them sound pretty happy. I mean Sister Jean and then Sons and Four Guy. Yeah, neither of them should ever be said that happy. Alright, well then how should it be said? At least we don't like some people I'm sure know his real name, but in terms of Suns fans, I like Mr. Orange way better. Well, you have a you have a relationship with, um, you know. Pat. Oh, by the way, Sons and Four guy is uh, Nick McKellar. Great. I'm not happy. I so, know that. You're welcome. Sons and Four guy. Thank you. We'll happy. Move on now. We'll move on now. Uh, man, that was fantastic. Can't believe we just you you went off for like ten minutes. That was impressive. Um. The Hawks absolutely obliterated the Bucks in Game Four. That just took place. We're recording this on uh, June 29th. So yeah, Giannis got hurt. I know, but still, I mean, Chris Middleton. <laughs> I mean, they. I mean, even without Giannis, that's still a good team. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and the Hawks they didn't have Trey Young. The Hawks didn't have Trey Young. Yeah. I agree. It's a big so. deal. Um, I mean, and we, and, you know, and this will, this is going to lead into our next, uh, next topic here, Eric, which, uh, I think a lot of people might've come here for, um, I think the, the Hawks without Trey Young, actually, I don't know. I don't know, man. You know, long story short, the Hawks played well without Trey Young. Yes. Giannis was gone, whatever. Um, our friend Chili made some statements about, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, and it was in response to a tweet that said, if the Suns win the championship, there's no discussion anymore about Ayton versus uh, Doncic, which I get it. Um, I may or may not have misinterpreted what he was saying. However, he still continued to say that he would rather have Chris Paul and Devin Booker and whoever at center, which we, you and I made the argument. We, we had to pre-record this, of course. You and I made the argument of Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and Dario Saric over... DeAndre Aiden and Devin Booker with a random point guard. Um, or without any point guard, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, this is the argument that Chili and I kept teasing a little bit. And we did get a little heated. I will say that. Um, Eric even jumped in at times. Um, also mentioned Margarita Pizza to kind of take our attention off of whatever we were talking about. Yeah, I didn't care that much, to be I know honest. I know. I know. But <laughs> regardless... <laughs> We will jump into that right now. Chili, it is time. <laughs> you and I, we went back and forth a little bit on Twitter. Obviously, it was all friendly. We're, yeah, of we, course. We had, we, had to, we had to, you know, play it up a little bit. Yeah, for, you know, uh, I like to educate my friends. Okay, well, whatever. Um, so I kind of, you know, as I already explained, um, you don't 
really, or at least it looks like you don't think that DA has been a big part of the Suns' success so far here in the playoffs. I'm going to let you explain, and then uh, we'll just go from there and see what happens. And Eric can just uh, sit back and listen or give his two cents, whatever he really wants to do, I guess. Yeah, no, okay, so I think this is part of the problem is that uh, you don't process information properly, and that's okay because <laughs> you're my friend, so I'm I'm here to educate because – what happened was uh, Tim Ring fired off a tweet talking about um, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, if DeAndre Ayton continues to play like this and the Suns win the championship, the ayton Doncic discussion dies until further notice, maybe forever. I said stop. And then all of a sudden a, a bunch of other people took that as, you know, um, I don't think Ayton's very good. And that couldn't be farther from the truth. But, but I think, I think Ayton is – the third wheel for this Suns team. He's the third wheel, no matter how you look at it. No matter how you look at it. Um, you cannot say that you watch basketball and say that, I mean, you could argue that maybe he's the second fiddle, but for this Suns team, Booker's the star. Am I going to get an argument out of you, Zach? No, because you're a smart person. Um, then Chris Paul makes this team go. Am I going to get an argument? Maybe, but... Look at Chris Paul's track record. Look at DeAndre Ayton's short track record of his uh, two previous years in the NBA. He wasn't really uh, carrying the Suns his first two years, was he? Was he Shaq? Was he the Shaq and the Shaq Kobe 2.0 thing that he said? No. So he's a third fiddle. He's a big third fiddle. And he, he's doing his thing. He's been, he's been really good. Um, and even in, even in a bad game that we just saw yesterday – um, which was game five at home where he put up um, an astounding 10 points, right? I think it was 10, a total of 10 maybe, right? He had a double-double. Double, double, right, right, right. Yeah, he had a double-double. He went to in and out did his thing. Um, but, dude, he's, he's not the star of this team. He's not. He's just not. He's the number one pick in, in a draft that the Suns honestly probably should have taken Luka. I, I still I maintain that. I said that back then. I have the tweets to back it up. I'll let you fact check it. I'll let you go get the receipts because that's something that I will not take back. Um, Luke is the better player. So I just need to understand which argument you want to get into. DeAndre's the third fiddle on the Suns, and Luke is the better player. I think I'm 2-0 already. So, yeah, you're probably right. I think I, I think I misinterpreted. Um, <laughs> now we just we just clickbaited everybody. Um, hey, but if you're listening, thanks. This is why we're going to put this at the end of the show now. Um, okay, well, so here's my thing though. Okay, Chris Paul. Chris Paul. You said he makes his team go. I agree with you. I agree with you. In the the Lakers series, he was huge for them. Yes, because Da did struggle a couple games. Uh, especially those two closeout ones. I think he only had like, I think like 10 points, ironically. Right. Um, the Denver series, obviously Chris played probably the best basketball of his life. In, I'm in not going to argue with you there. But what happened in the Clippers series? Obviously he was gone for the first two games. He, he, he missed two games. He missed two games awkward, awkwardly and weirdly um, for some for some weird rule that nobody really knows. But, I mean, think about it. What, what was it? It was after the game... Was it after game four? I believe that DeAndre Ayton literally praised and thanked Chris Paul 
and said that he's doing all this because of Chris Paul right in the post game well, interview. If you can bring up the clip, I would love to hear that clip. Well, okay, yes, he did. However, that's like the same that's like you saying to me that, you know, Lady Law helped you out in, in when you were in, in on the radio. But she actually did. Exactly, but she, she didn't did. but she and hasn't but she did she shape your entire career? Or did you do that yourself? Well, I mean, I shaped my I shaped my career because I had I had multiple people that I was successful with. DeAndre, DeAndre's only been successful, real successful with one. Okay. Because his first year, year he was what? He he was kind of um, what average, you would say, for a first pick in the draft. What he averaged like 15 and 10. And then his Uh, second year, I think he was like, I think he was a little bit better than 15 and 10. Yeah, I can pull it up right now. But my, my point is. Did Chris Paul help him out? Absolutely. I will never say that he didn't. I just don't think, even though you're saying third, I get it. I don't think you're giving him enough credit, though. I mean, in those first two You're right. Games, I'm not, because this guy came into the league talking about he's him and Booker are going to be Shaq and Kobe 2.0. Dude, Shaq did it without great, quote-unquote, point guards. Shaq was dominant without great point guards. And to be honest— I don't know. Derek Fisher was pretty good, man. Yeah, would you say that he was top 20 ever? Because I wouldn't. I mean, how many championships did he win? Now, I granted he was with Kobe, oh, but I think on, he was. But I think he that, was. That doesn't that doesn't make his greatness. He was. He. Won I don't know. He was pretty because good because of the people around him. I mean, are you could, putting, you, could you could you say the same thing about Devin Booker if they win this year? That Devin Booker. Devin he Booker's he only won a cha- he only won a championship because he's got Chris Paul because he's got Da because my you know Mikel Bridges has obviously done really well this no, year no, because no. of guys like Campaign Kobe, who scored twenty nine points Kobe's, against Kobe's the, star the, the Clippers team. in Game Kobe. One when Chris Paul was out Campaign who no one even thought would be in this league. Kobe, you could say Kobe's the same thing. Star, Kobe's the star of the team. So right, I, mean, I have a question for you Booker's, guys. Booker's the star of the team, just like Kobe was the star of his team. Just, like. Nah, man. I, I I think it's I think it's very different. Eric, what were you about to say? My question is this: Are we basing this off of um, who is uh, who's the better player, or who's been more impactful this season and in the postseason? I think impactful. I think that's kind of the thing. I, that's where I feel like you're saying Aiton really what hasn't been as impactful as he actually has been. Dude, I think he, I think he's good. I think he's a beneficiary of Chris Paul and. And De- I, I think he's a beneficiary of Chris Paul's brilliance and Devin Booker's uh, venture into superstardom. So, but, but at the same I, time, though, ha- you 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 can't deny the fact that we have seen DeAndre Ayton grow into the player that we've all wanted him to be for the last three years. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Because uh, the player he's been the last three years, he was starting to look like the Sam Bowie of his draft. Oof. Go ahead, Eric. I'm sorry. So here's the question. Um, and I don't know how this – you guys can add this as another element because uh, I, I don't know. I don't really have much of an opinion on who's better or not, whatever. Um, but does the value over their backup and defense make a difference in this? Because I think it's inarguable that – DeAndre Ayton has had a bigger impact defensively um, in terms of bigs and um, rebounds and everything. And Chris Paul is obviously a good defender, but you're, you're, 
I, I, I think I think I know where you're going with this, Eric. I'm not sure. So cut me off, even though I just cut you off. But cut me off if, if I'm wrong. Um, you know, I, I think I get what you're saying. But if you look at if you look at history, Chris Paul's made a lot of big guys look good. Clint Capella, oh, DeAndre Jordan. I mean, like we can't be surprised that DeAndre Ayton's just starting to uh, eat now because um, Chris Paul's here. Like, wait, can I cut you off real quick? Yeah. So you're saying Clint Capella is was only good because of Chris Paul? No, 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 no. But okay, Chris I was gonna Paul, say because Chris he's Paul currently on the Hawks playing. He's on, he's on the Hawks playing in the in the in the Eastern Conference Finals right now. So that's not even an argument you can make anymore. I just want to double check. We're good. Go ahead. No, no, no. But but Chris Paul, like Clint, Clint Capella was, I, I don't know, he was averaging whatever he was averaging. I would guarantee that the two or three seasons that he played with Chris Paul, he probably went at least up like one point and then up like another five or something like that after he got used to playing with him. Um, Clint Capella's okay, but, I mean, nobody would mistake Clint Capella for a number one pick in the draft or anything like that. And let's not go out. Let's not go so far to say that Clint Capella is so good because he's in the Eastern Conference Finals. The guy's like averaging like you know what, fifteen points a game. Like I guess I guess if that's your if that's your bar for greatness, then then DeAndre Ayton definitely deserves to be uh, in that conversation since he averaged a whopping sixteen during the regular season. So here's my question: Going back to the question before you guys started talking about the Hawks for some reason, right? Um, well, it's Clint Capella, man. That's why. <laughs> no, I'm just being facetious. <laughs> but um, the the question I have is: Does the value over their replacement make a difference when you have DeAndre Ayton out of the game and you've got Saric, or you go even smaller and you know go um, Tory Craig? and Jay Crowder or whatever, and mostly it ends up just being Sarge. Um, that's such a drop-off. Whereas Chris Paul, the campaign is obviously a drop-off, but it's not so much, and it's not so noticeable um, that they get just smacked on the floor when that happens. Yeah. I mean, before, definitely I don't know before. If, I just don't, I don't know if that makes a difference because in terms of value to the team, there's such a dramatic drop-off between Aiton uh, on the floor and eight and off because you know Sarge isn't an awful player, but he he obviously has some trouble guarding big men, um, yeah. and he gets you know we saw him get torched by Cousins. Whereas when when Chris Paul comes off, they've got other guards who can take the game in hand. We've seen campaign mm-hmm. have some awesome games and everything. I yeah. think that um, but would you but but would you want to see campaign do it for like ten games straight? No, I, Be, I before, well, hang on. Before his ankle injury, absolutely. No, you. I wouldn't. would see that. No, you would. I could see no, him doing the that. The reason yeah, I'm asking is be a first round exit. Who no. would be? What would they be didn't tougher? even make the playoffs last year, and they didn't have Chris Paul. Come on. They also didn't have campaign. Well, Dude, so, I mean, so you're telling me that like campaign the, is until, better than Chris Paul. This is going to become a whole other episode. No, I that's don't. Not think a, so. That's not at all what we're saying. What we're that's saying what you is, because I said, because I asked, would you, would you want this? Would you want campaign? For ten games over Chris Paul, and you said yes. No, you didn't say for ten games over I just Chris said, Paul. You said ten hey, games in general. Stop, wait, reverse the tape. When when you go back, make sure you re-listen to that. <laughs> okay, I listen. Over that look, way, over. No, okay, over Chris Paul. No, however, if we had to have campaign for ten games for an injury or something like that, I would, I would honestly feel comfortable with him. Now, granted, before his ankle injury. Because since his ankle injury, he he has not had obviously the same 
bounce in his step and the same explosiveness that he did have. But that's I mean, you get him when you get him, though. And right now we're talking about the playoffs. So that's what I'm talking about. Like, I'll be honest with you. I do. I'll be honest with you. I like DeAndre Ayton. I think he's a good dude. I've met him at the Larry Fitzgerald Celebrity Softball Games. Oh, yeah, um, you're famous. No, he's, he's a good dude. I, he even did a wedding shout out for one of my friends. But yeah, because like, you're famous. But like, dude, I got I got to say this with all honesty. I would take Chris Paul and Devin Booker and whichever other center is on the Suns team or whichever other big guy you want to put in there before I take DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker and whichever other guard comes in because then you got Booker having to be point book, which I absolutely hated for him. Okay, so let me let me compare these stats because we're talking obviously DeAndre Ayton or mm-hmm. at this point Dario Saric. Right. Okay. So, game one, LA. Aiden had 21 points. And and obviously, the minute difference is there, whatever. Of course. I mean, Dario, can you, so, can you, so, can you find like a per 36 minute or like whichever one of those stats is available for the, the highest? The highest Dario has, the highest number of minutes Dario has played is 16 against Denver in game two. He played 16 minutes, 15 seconds, eight points, and four rebounds. You look at game four with, or game two, I'm sorry, with Aiton. That was not a very good game. Obviously not a good one, but 15 points still. Um, I think you're missing the lead here, Zach, is that Dario yeah. Sarge, I mean, there's the, the offensive stats and the rebounds and everything. I think the biggest thing is the fact that he can't guard anybody. Well, and that's and that's obviously something that, you know, hey, is not really going to show just, any stats necessarily. But just, just so you know, in the playoffs, rebounds. just so you know, in the playoffs, Dario Saric, per 36 minutes, is 15 points per game and nine rebounds. Dude, I would take that. I would take that with Chris Paul running next to Chris Paul. Yeah, but really over Aiden? No, I mean, I don't, I, I mean, if I can have Aiden, I'd rather have Aiden. But I am just saying, like, if my option is Chris Paul and Devin Booker and a different center, I don't mind going with a different center versus. Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and, you know, campaign or, or Jevin Carter or one of those guys. Like, I don't, I don't want that. I guess, but like, I I really don't want that. I just, I just feel like you're, and this was kind of Eric's point is I think you're undervaluing DeAndre Ayton, which is okay. Obviously it's how you feel. But this dude has been amazing aside from a few games in the playoffs. And obviously, us talking about this after game five is not a very good thing to talk about because, in general, that was a horrible performance for the Suns. Right. But, I mean, this dude has been – I mean, he's been playing lights out. And two of those games without Chris Paul, he had 24-14 and in game two and 20-9. and He almost had two double-doubles in both of those games without Chris Paul. The guy who you're saying makes him go. That's my argument. Yeah, no. I think I think he can do this without Chris Paul. Because I think he's finally come into his own a little bit. Now, is it uh, has a lot of it had to do with Chris Paul? Sure. Obviously throughout the season and everything like that. But which you you also gotta factor in because there was a season played. If you have point book going with DeAndre Ayton, I I don't think we see the same Ayton. Well, we didn't see the same Aiton last year when Ricky Rubio was hurt for half the season. Was he hurt? Who for you, half by the season? way? Who who you, by the way, put above Steve Nash, which I still think is crazy. 
Oh man, come on now. That's, Ricky, that's another, Rubio, yeah. Ricky Rubio made the Suns made the Suns front office realize that they were a point guard away, and so they went and got the best one they could. Yeah, but that was what ten years removed from Steve Nash, who yeah, took them to I, the to the playoffs almost every yeah. year and all that. I mean, yeah, he he was a product of the system, and because of that, he won two MVP awards. He was okay. That's also probably another. He was okay. Or, yeah, he was all right. I mean, I I wasn't a big fan of Nash. I really Eric. Didn't. I need you here, Steve Nash. Nash was pretty oh. freaking good. He won two MVP. Yeah, he won two MVP awards. I, yeah, I, I, I got that. I got that. You know, but he was okay. Yeah, he was all right. He was all good. right. Derek, Derek Fisher or Steve Nash? I don't know. I, I mean, <laughs> Derek Fisher's actually won championships. So, well, you just told me I couldn't use that argument. Yeah, but we're not talking. We're not having the same conversation about the the same players, right? Now we're but, Chris, but Chris Paul hasn't won championships either. Chris Paul hasn't even been to the NBA Finals. Yeah, but Chris Paul has been the catalyst of those teams that have, you know, been very successful and made a lot of players better. I don't know if I would say Steve Nash made players better. But but Chris Paul being the catalyst. System, I think that system that he was in made a lot of players a lot of money. But if Chris Paul was the catalyst and made players better, how come he didn't make it to the finals? Man, because he got in his own way and, you know, got hurt. I mean, they should have beat Golden State that year if he doesn't get hurt. Everybody says that. I mean, I don't know, man. It's just like... I'll take Chris Paul over Steve Nash for sure, without question. I think I would too, but... Okay. <laughs> well, I told you that, though. My way. But, but the argument the argument isn't Chris Paul over Steve Nash. It was, I mean, we got... Well, really it became Derek Fisher there, over but... Steve Nash, which came from, you know, all our discussions about Aiton and, you know, whatever. But, yeah, no, look, hey, I, th- I think I think Aiton is... I think Aiton is uh, super talented. I think he's the third wheel on this team. Um, I think that, you know, the conversation with, with him and Doncic is never going to die because Doncic is, uh, like, already headed towards GOAT status while DeAndre Aiton Sitting at home to... watching DeAndre Aiton on the couch, yeah. okay, Something like that, right? But, you know, on that note, like, we're talking about Luka, who averaged, you know, in his three years in the NBA, averaged 26 points a game and – Grab like nine rebounds and eight assists, and you know he's not the third wheel. He's he's kind of the only wheel. He's on a unicycle over there in in Dallas. Would you take Kristaps over Jay Crowder? I don't know. They, I, I, Jay, I feel like Jay Crowder does some different things. But would you? But if you had to choose right now, who would you take? I probably go with I probably go with Jay Crowder just because I, I never know if I'm gonna get a healthy Chris Tapps. Don't forget, I'm I'm a Knicks fan, so like I I, I know the headache that comes with Chris Tapps. This answer is easy. It's a hundred percent Jay Crowder. Okay, I just want to make sure because well, if you that's did what say I said, I said I would take I said I would take Jay Crowder. Yeah, I oh, yeah, I'm yeah. with you. If, I just want to make sure because if you say Chris Tapps, then we could start the argument of okay, well, you know, Luca has Chris Stops around him. Kristaps is a better ceiling. Jay Crowder is a better player at the moment, a more impactful player on a playoff team. Isn't what's their age spread? Isn't it also like somewhat significant? Yeah, well, Kristaps is only is only like twenty four, and and Jay Crowder yeah. is what like thirty two or something like that. 32? Yeah, in his early 30s, something like that. So, I mean, but you could also argue, obviously, the veteran status is there because Jay has played in this position before, so he knows how to win. He's also a Marquette guy. That's why I like him. Oh, well, there you oh, wow. go. I didn't even know that, yeah. but okay. Bandwagon. He's 30. He's 30. Bandwagon? Okay. I went to school there. So? Hey, I'm, 
I, people like, called me a Highland bandwagoner. I went to school there. They're you dumb men. Highland bandwagon. Bandwagon. There you go. Point taken. <laughs> Chili, did you go to ASU? Yeah. Okay, ASU and I'm completely on the bandwagon. I'm driving the. <laughs> I'm driving the damn thing. Come on, y'all know that. Y'all know that. Come on. Yeah, you 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 upgraded it from one of those like what the Bluebird buses to a one of those Mercedes Sprinter vans. <laughs> Something like that. But yeah, you know the deal. Come on now. Okay, hey, so we've come to the conclusion that we haven't gotten anywhere, that we still don't agree much. more than we did before. I mean, did, did you really expect us to agree hey, on anything? So let me, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something, since you're the big DeAndre Ayton fan. Would you really make the argument that DeAndre Ayton has been the most consistent Suns player in this playoff run? Most consistent? No. But okay, good. Neither the, would the, the main, but I think he's been more consistent than... Man... I mean, I, I was going to say everybody except for Booker, right? Yeah, I, I was going to say Chris Paul, but I, I feel like you can't, I don't know. It's hard when he came off of the two games, although the last two performances, I mean, he has not been great. So, um, and even, and that's the thing too. It's like, I mean, you look at Chris Paul's performance in game, what was it? Game four was his first one back. Something yeah. like that. No, three, right? Because only missed two. Yeah, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Game three. Game three. Yeah. So, but you look at his performance in game four, and I mean, I mean, none of the Suns really performed that well, but DeAndre Ayton was 19 for and 22. I mean, that's if he doesn't crash the board like that, they don't win that game, and we're probably sitting here talking about a tied series. Highly, highly unlikely since we're in game five. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, wait, what was it? yeah, you're right. Never mind. You're right. Never mind. I'm an idiot. I'm tired, man. It's okay. okay, but 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 you get my point though. You get my two point. Two and a half each. Two and a half each. One one game was debatable, so we didn't count that one. Okay, so then then we could then what we could be talking about the Clippers having the lead, right? Maybe, maybe. If, I mean, if DeAndre Ayton doesn't crash I mean, the board and get 22 total rebounds and nine of those were offensive rebounds, we I could mean, be talking if, about. I mean, if we're going to start throwing ifs out there, if we're going to start throwing ifs out there, if Kawhi Leonard's playing, what are we looking at? Be honest, too. Be honest. If Kawhi Leonard – well, here's the thing. If he was healthy or if he was coming off of the knee injury? No, so. if Kawhi Leonard was healthy. Was healthy? Yeah. Yeah, the, the Clippers are probably winning the championship okay. this year. So the Clippers would be four, probably would have – Done the Suns four one. Okay. No, I don't think I don't think it'd be four one. I think yeah, the Suns. I think was, I, think, I, think, I think they would have gotten two. No, I, I I think that I think that Kawhi would have mashed it in DeAndre's face, and DeAndre's confidence would be shattered. Chris Paul would have to pick up the pieces, and it'd be four one. And we'd be talking about who's going to be playing the Clippers in the championship. That would okay. be what you're so, have to be about. So here's another question I have for you regarding DA. Now this might be kind of a cheap shot because it's like who else was going to do this? Do we win game two without DeAndre eight on the floor? Um, do you trust wait, Dario Saric? Do, do you trust wait, Dario Saric to be wait, on the receiving end of wait, that Jay Crowder inbounds pass that went down with 0.6 seconds left? Without, without the oh man, and we don't have Chris Paul. Yeah, well, and I mean, yeah. Let's say let's say Di is not on the floor because you said you would rather take. Well, you said with Chris Paul, but with Chris regardless, Paul. with Chris Paul, I would rather. But, but regardless. If DA is not on the floor, do we win that game? Um, and that's that's right. And see, you're hesit you hesitating right now 
That's what I'm talking about as far as the value of I mean, the under you, you would have a different inbound call. At 0.6 seconds, what could you do? You can't even know. get a shot. You can't but catch you, and you shoot that. You would have to do something different because you're not throwing that pass up there. Eric, 0.6 seconds, can you catch and shoot? Yeah, because you can yes. catch and shoot at 0.3. But could you get a, a decent look like they did with that, with Dario Saric on the floor versus DeAndre Ayton? Doubt well, it. I keep saying that Booker's Kobe, right? So, I mean, if that's true, then the answer has to be yes. Well, who was guarding Devin Booker, though? Probably Pat Bev. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I mean, Pat, I mean, you can't. I mean, we got tied up with uh, Boogie Cousins at the end, so I don't. I don't know who's covering him, to be honest with you. Well, I think that was because Devin. I think Devin crashed the boards at the end and like hit Boogie in the back or something like that. I don't know. I mean, he obviously not the like screen. on purpose, but Devin Booker set the screen to get that's what it was. And open. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, okay. All right. Well. Hey, man, look. So that's my question. Do we win without DA on the floor in game two? I mean, we don't have DA on the floor the whole time. Maybe I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm going to say probably not because you need to have at least two of your superstars out there or two of your stars out there. So, so do you see – but do you see where the value of the under Ayton is? Yeah, because without point? Chris Paul, you need another star out there. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I, and I, I don't disagree with that. But do you so? But if that, Chris Paul was there, but, would you rather have Sarge? Yeah, because I don't think that the Suns are in that position then. Okay, let's say they are in that position. Man, you, you're you're creating a whole lot of ifs. I'm just yeah, saying these, these are weird hypotheticals. Yeah, I'm yeah, just you, saying. Just, you, just, you just built a choose your own adventure. Look, man, DeAndre DeAndre Ayton is that is that Amazon package that comes super late but has everything in it, so you're 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 super excited. That's who DeAndre Ayton is. Like here he is in his third year in the playoffs, finally making noise and finally showing that he's fully worth that number one pick. Is he doing great? He is 100%. And I, I think that he's doing great. He's still the third guy. As great as he's doing. But you do believe that he's worthy of the number one pick based on his oh, performance? Oh, no, I don't. That I do not. I, I would still, to this day, Rather have Luca because I think Luca and Booker could coexist because I think Booker was a point guard away from being great. Didn't need a big man. Who were the big men before? Before, well, let, let's say theoretically. Well, I mean, it's I guess it's really hard because they probably would have signed somebody. I mean, they had. Who, they who had, was it? Like Alex? Wasn't it like Alex? Len Alex and, Len like, Dragon Bender. Yeah. Yeah. Like they had trash before. I mean, yeah. you're talking about like. There's a reason they had the number one pick. Yeah. True. True. So, I mean, yeah, they had, they did not have good ball players. Um, yeah. Like they, what they have, Tyson Chandler? I don't even think they had, well, I think they had him for a little bit, but I mean, he, he was just, I mean, he was good, but I think he was just on, George he was Jackson. on the, he was on the tail end of his career though. Oh yeah, no, that that was like his like 18th year in the league. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, no, they I I don't I don't think they really I don't think they really had anybody. Uh, I I think you're right. I think it was Alex Len. Yeah, I think it was Alex Len. Oh, they had they had they had that one dude uh uh Williams. Oh, uh from Phoenix? From He was from California somewhere, somewhere in California. I thought he went to a school. Wasn't that 
Big Sauce or no? Is that someone? Yeah, else? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he's from Phoenix. His mom is the police chief of Phoenix. He might be from Arizona. I don't. I don't know if. Uh, I I thought he went to college in like California. Though. Oh well, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. College, but I mean from Arizona. Oh, okay. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. So. Dang, I didn't even. I didn't even know that he was from. But I mean, dude, they had like what, like Marquise Chris, who was like Awful. what six ten, like two ten, like. I mean, they, six they, ten, two ten. Dude, they, you guys are talking about Allen Williams, right? Yeah. yeah. He went to North High School. Yeah, that's what I thought. Dang, that's legit. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah he, did, he went to college in uh, he went to college in California. You're correct about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, was kind of like, like Eric said, they had they had Bender. They had uh, they had this dude Williams, obviously, for probably like a year or two. They had uh, Tyson Chandler for a year or two, and then they had Alex Len. I mean, I don't I don't know. I, I think that Booker, you know, if I if I would have paired him up with a point guard, I think that that's what he needed to be great, to be where he is now. That's just mm-hmm. my opinion. I do agree with that, but I still think you're not valuing Aiden enough. But which is I got him number three. Argument. How much more do you want me to value him? If I got him any higher, then I got to elevate him over Booker or Paul. I don't know. I, I could just I could just see you saying that, like, you know, all of a sudden, like, Tory Craig is going to be better than him next game or something. I could see No, no I, I, I've never made a comment like that. <laughs> People on Twitter don't understand how to process things. And if I don't say DeAndre Ayton's the greatest player ever, then I'm saying he's the worst player ever. And that's not the way it is. That's not the way it works. People got to yeah. learn how to interpret and process things and read also because, like, good Lord, like, the conversation was really about Doncic and Ayton. And then it turned into everything else. And then it turned into, like, I, I, I think that DeAndre's trash, and I don't. Hey, I grew up in Minnesota, and maybe we'll end it on this because I think we've gotten to a conclusion. <laughs> I've been watching the Timberwolves for a long, long, long time. And I'd be happy to have any of these guys on that squad. <laughs> <laughs> but would you take but would you Alex take DeAndre Ayton over Kevin Garnett? Because that's really what Zach's trying to do here. Kevin Garnett's an all-time great. Okay, that's what I'm. No, what, would you take? All right, would, Z, you, man. Take, would hey. you take DeAndre Aiden over over Cat? Yes. No, you wouldn't. A hundred percent. What have they done with Carl Anthony Towns? Dude, nothing. Yeah, come on, they, they've You're won one playoff. They've won one playoff game in his career, not a series, a game. Man, Jimmy Butler thought he was soft. Where's Jimmy Butler at right now? Who's he to call anybody soft? He was in the he finals, finals last, year. last year. Where's he at right now? I mean, sitting where's LeBron at, at right now? Sitting at where's Michael Jordan at right now? Come on, you're you're gonna you're gonna compare Jimmy Butler to Michael Jordan and LeBron? No. You just no. did. I did not. I was yeah, being hey, dumb. It was because it was I don't stretch. Agree. It was a stretch with Michael Jordan. The LeBron <laughs> thing was fine. Because he, he is actually sitting at home, just like Luka Doncic is. So oh. they're all they're all watching. The point that, is, right? I would take Aiton over Cat because Cat, we know what we're getting out of him, and, and it hasn't been that good. Man, I, I don't know, man. Cat, Cat's really good, man. Yeah, I, I, I wanted the Suns to trade for Cat at one point when I didn't think and, they were ever give up point. everything. 
No, when I didn't think they were ever going to get a point guard, I was like, dude, bring Cat here. Trade trade whoever minus Booker. So so you wanted – would you rather take Cat over Ricky Rubio last year? No, no. I, I was a huge fan of Rubio. No, okay. I, I, I would not. I mean, if you change the whole wait, is it, wait, isn't Rubio on the Timberwolves now too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so who – Backs up D'Angelo there. Russell. I'm not even gonna go there. I was gonna say something stupid, like who who would win between the between. Uh, never mind. I'm not even gonna go there because it's obvious. It's already been answered. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to stir the pot a little bit more, but man, you, you guys, you guys continue. You're you're super hateful on my man Rubio. I don't I don't really understand. No, I think he's great. I just I don't know. I don't like, think he's great. I think he's good. He literally delivered to the Suns, kind of exactly what I what what I thought he would. Um, Do you think he was overpaid for the Suns, though? What is? What, what, what did they? I think wasn't it like sixteen or seventeen a year? No, that's not bad because he gave them what, like, like fifteen and nine. Hang on, I'm gonna go see how many how many games did they actually play last season? Do you know off well, the top he of your played, head? He played sixty plus games for them. Do you have the stats? Like, are you sure? No, I'm not sure, but okay. I thought you know he- how many. How many games did they play last year, Eric? Do you remember? 14. No, I'm talking about, like, total. <laughs> I just made up a number. Shoot, I want to say, like, 70, right? Um, Didn't they have 70 regular season games last year? Is Margarita Pizza that. overrated? Oh, my God. Um, would they have, like, 75 games last year? 73. I think they had 73. Yeah, 73. When's the last time you used a yo-yo? Oh, a long time ago. I have one, though. Do you do any tricks? No, you're right, Tilly. He did play over 60. I can, I can walk the dog. In real life? I can walk the dog in real life, too. In fact, after after this podcast, after the Take It Easy podcast, exclusive to ArizonaVarsity.com, I'm fully going to walk a lay of the bulldog. The sideline dog. I'm gonna fully take her for a walk to the park. What does Leia think? Um, Leia's definitely a Ricky Rubio fan and okay. a Chris Paul fan. So <laughs> Okay. But is she uh, a fan of Chris Paul, C P three, or uh or, or Cliff um, Paul? Or Cliff Paul, yeah. She likes Cliff the best because he's the funniest in the commercial. She thinks okay. that Chris Paul's sometimes a little bit dry on the personality and C P three sometimes, you know, is a little bit too too flashy, too showy. So hmm. Interesting, but yeah, no, she she likes Cliff because he he has a good personality in the commercials. So, hmm. I think like that ends the discussion on this. <laughs> All right. Oh man, you guys kill me. How long would you take? Going? Would you take Ricky Rubio or Sabrina Ionescu? Um, I'm. I mean, I definitely go Ricky Rubio. I think Sabrina's really, really good. But, you know, I think – I don't know if the WNBA competition is as good as some of that Euro competition that Ricky Rubio absolutely flambeed. So, I, you I, know I, I only I, brought You know I only brought that up because she's in the commercials now, right? Oh, for real? No, I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> yeah, didn't she, know that. She, she's in the State Farm commercials with, uh, with CP3. Oh, I didn't even know that. Dang. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, so. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on as always. Uh, yep. You know, hey, if you guys are out there, you guys are tuning in, you guys got some personal questions, you want to see how I evaluate Aiden, hit me up, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, at Just Chili. Cool. Thanks, Chili. Love it. All right, guys. I appreciate you both. <laughs> I'll talk to you all later. All right. All right, Chili. Thank you again for joining us. Uh, probably not as heated as everybody wanted it to be. Um, but in all honesty, it's kind of hard when, I mean, Chili and I are very good friends, so it's really hard to argue with him. I don't even think him and I have really ever had an argument that was actually serious. Um, Eric, I don't even think you and I have Have you and I ever had an argument? I don't, I don't believe we have. I really don't think that we have. Because I think every time we have, like, we start to, like, get a little feisty or whatever that probably was a really bad word someone's gonna clip that and ralph's probably gonna clip that and use that against us every time we get a little heated i think one of us says something really stupid and we just snap out of it yeah i agree so i'm not much of an arguer anyway in general no yeah i do love sons and four guy though um anyway so uh you know, we won't spend too much time on it because by the time this episode actually airs, I would imagine game six is probably already over. So we know the outcome. Uh, so essentially, I think we just want to move on. Can but, you believe that? You know, that score was crazy. That play at the end. There, that's yeah, our analysis that for, for game six. Oh, okay, I was actually really confused <laughs> what you were doing for a second there. <laughs> That's our analysis. What a game! Or, oh, that was kind of a bummer. Or, that game was decent. Oh, man. We can just click on It was a good those. game. It was a really good game, man. Yeah, I'm just um, happy anyway. we got to see it. I'm glad both teams played well. Anyway, here, here's the thing that we, you and I can go over just very quickly. Because we've already touched on it before we actually got into our thing with Chile, but... Who do you think is coming out of the East? Now that you see that, you know, Trey Young obviously has that, what was it, like a deep bruise in his foot. Uh, obviously, Giannis' hyperextended knee is a, probably a little bit more serious. Hopefully, it's not as bad as maybe it looked when he went down. But who do you think has the best chance to come out of the East with both of those stars a little banged up? I think the Hawks. Did you think that initially, or was that just right now? That's after this game. Seeing the way it okay. played out. Um, okay. The Hawks. Can I be yeah. honest? Can I be honest with you? Yeah. For some reason, I've always had a feeling that the Hawks are somehow going to make it out. And I think it stems from those videos of Trey Young when he was in New York, when they were screaming F Trey Young and he just turned and smiled. Something about that, I was like, this is a bad, bad man, and he is going to take this team to the finals. I don't know what it is. I think his supporting cast around him is actually really good, despite maybe some players on there that not a lot of people really know about or respect. I mean, Tilly didn't like Tilly didn't like Clint Capella. Um, but I mean, John did you Collins see is look? great. Kevin John Burr's, Collins is awesome. Kevin yeah. Burr's a great player. Yeah, Clint Capella so plays a really he, good role. Like I can't remember, I can't remember uh, the name of the guy, but he looks like the the Rick Roll dude. <laughs> that's Kevin that's Herter. Herter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, I I can't remember who the singer is. Rick Astley. Yes, he looks like him. <laughs> <laughs> now would be a perfect time for us to play that song. Uh, anyway, um, 
for some reason, I just thought that this Hawks team was going to come out of the East. And like, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that the it was kind of like the same thing with the Bucks. what, a year or two in a row now? Yeah. Where they've been really, really good, but then they get to a certain point in the playoffs and they just, something happens. Like, they just fold. And maybe the folding is un- unfortunate this year that it's Giannis's injury. Who knows what his status is going to be? But even before that, I think just that look on Trey Young's face and when he bowed in front of the New York crowd, which is a very hostile environment, I don't know, man. Something, when I saw those two things transpire, I was like, wow, this kid. He was fantastic, man. <laughs> he loves the moment. You can tell. And it's not just an act. And and that's and that's the reason why I think he, like, I feel like the pressure doesn't really get to him. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I haven't watched enough of him this year. But I feel like he doesn't succumb to the pressure of a hostile environment or just being in the NBA playoffs for the first time. Like, I, I don't think that he's going to succumb to that pressure, which is why I think they can come out of the East. And I always have thought that they could, especially after I saw their performance against New York. I thought maybe it could happen. Um, but, I mean, just, man. Do I think they'll win the title? No, absolutely not. I still think the Suns are going to win the title. Um, but regardless, or at least the Suns or the Clippers, I should say, just just in case. Um, but regardless, man, I mean, yeah, I've, I've always kind of had that confidence in Trey Young. Like I said, mostly after, I guess, the New York series. I should put a little disclaimer on that. But um, that's kind of my take, especially if Giannis is out, I think. I don't know. The the Bucks are, are fortunate that the series shifts back to Milwaukee, but I don't even know if that's going to matter. I don't either. I think Giannis out is such a big difference. To them, obviously, to have the MVP um, star level player out makes a difference to any team. But everything they do is so centered around him. Um, yeah, it, it really takes them off their game and everything. Absolutely. Um, shifting gears now, Eric. Uh, kind of a monumental decision by the uh, the Supreme Court to basically, you know, throw up a middle finger to the NCAA and start letting athletes use their name and likeliness for basically monetary compensation. Um, And, you know, to put it in really simple terms, athletes in college can now get paid for, I'm guessing what jerseys for commercials, for advertisements, really anything. I mean, it's really funny. I saw Kate Bennett, who is at Oklahoma state graduated from Notre Dame prep, really, really good offensive lineman there. Um, I, I saw him on Twitter say, if you want to use my name and likeness, just reach out to me. I'm open for deals or something like that. Yeah. I thought it was really funny. Um, you know, I saw randomly, I saw something on Twitter about uh, the Cavender twins. Apparently they're huge on TikTok, um, have a huge following in the Cavender twins, obviously Haley and, uh, and Hannah Cavender. They went to Gilbert High School, were awesome basketball players and are still awesome basketball players at Fresno State. Apparently, they've got a huge following on social media. So, um, you know, athletes like that from Arizona were already kind of seeing potentially benefit from something like this. Um, and I, I can't, you know, obviously, I can imagine there's going to be several more with how much talent has come out of this state in the last few years. But what about athletes at the high school level still, Eric? Do you think they can do the same thing? Because guys like, I don't know, Cole Martin... Um, I mean, Nico Marchial, 
uh, pick and choose Keon Grays from Chandler. Um, you know, you could argue some local stuff. I mean, some local companies could go after guys like, uh, I don't know, like a Devin Grubbs from Desert Vista. Obviously, just some of the, the I don't want to say like bigger names because I don't really think they're bigger names necessarily. But I think these local companies could potentially go after some of these guys that are maybe going to be recruited to division one football or whatever, basketball, anything, and start using them to kind of drive in revenue advertisements, drive in business for their company. Do you think this is something the AIA should step in and say, hang on a minute? Or do you think they probably should just stay away? Like I think they're going to do. I think the AIA needs to stay far away from this. I think that (laughs) this is something that um, could happen. I think it's something that might happen. Yep. But I don't think it's going to be that prevalent here in Arizona, at least to start. Um, I would venture, like you were talking about some of those names. If you're a if you're a car dealership, say I'm just you know throwing a, a company out there, you know they have a lot of local commercials or something like that. Why not? Yeah. Um, if you're someone that already sponsors the football team or somebody that really cares about like high school athletics or, you know, kind of makes that a big part of their community and everything, why not have um, one of those players at a, a, you know, from the community, one of the great guys come on and be in your commercial or hand out a flyer with their face on it or whatever. Um, But here's what I think, Zach, this is coming from left field, but I think you and I should Really, we should find a player at the NCAA level um, on a small college football team, you know, either a, a low level D1 or a D2 or even a D3. And like the 53rd guy on the roster, a guy that never gets any playing time and just contact him. And like that becomes the official um, sponsor, that guy's face of our, of our podcast. And we give him like 10 bucks and we use his face forever on our logo. What do you think? I'd rather use the Suns and Four guys. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. But to your point, where you were just kind of kind of saying, um, you know, when I went to Highland, I played football there. Our senior, our senior class, the seniors on the team, we actually went to a local dealership that was a sponsor of the program at the time, and we actually took pictures with some of like the nicer cars that they had on their lot, and it was actually put into our like you know game day programs yeah. as you know saying like this is the official sponsor i mean you could have taken i mean you know let's say teams still do that now you can take maybe the best guy on the team or the highest recruit or maybe just someone that everyone kind of knows and like they see their face and i was like oh yeah that's that kid he's a really good player or, you know whatever you could take him and then start using him in commercials and obviously say like you know proud sponsor of so-and-so football team or football program whatever I could definitely see you know teams doing that. Yeah, uh, State Forty Eight, the the great T shirt man, or the I don't want to say their only T shirt, but the great just clothing manufacturer local uh, company. They have done a ton of stuff with some teams. I mean, I know I saw a State Forty Eight uh, Valley Christian shirt at Section Seven. They could easily benefit from some of those players on that basketball team or the football program or you know, really any school across the Valley or even across the state and market to different communities. I mean, you could even expand as far as Tucson getting, you know, the Tucson or the like, you know, Sienega, the, you know, all those teams down there, you could get guys like that 
for a company and like like state 48 for example and obviously i'm not i'm just using them as an example i'm not actually you know saying hey go do this um but they could market their shirts with team logos that way and that would technically be using a likeness because you're using that kid to promote the brand um there's a lot of opportunities and to your point like i said before i don't think the aia will step in and i think they shouldn't as well because i don't think they want to deal with that anyway um but this is a topic that we brought up because honestly, it really wasn't something I was thinking about um, at the high school level, but uh, Andrew Morgan, obviously a great intern for Arizona varsity. He actually texted both of us and asked like, Hey, like what's the AI doing about this? And it kind of got me thinking like, huh, I don't know. Um, so maybe, you know, the AI will say something, but you know, I think, and we were talking about this off the air, but or not off the air, off the podcast. We're not on radio. Who am I? Who am I kidding? Um, basically just saying like maybe they'll just release like a candid like you know we think this is good for all athletes and if it's and beneficial to them they should take advantage and that's it you know what i mean so yeah i don't know i would I think, say I think if it's they say anything in at all it'll be relatively innocuous um not a big yeah. thing not supporter against or anything like that just kind of say hey we know this is an option um kind of go from go from there yeah, because the the whole argument about this was obviously the NCAA basically would take away eligibility if, if athletes got paid for anything like that. And obviously, you can't do that really at the high school level. I mean, you can't have an organization like the AIA who works for the school districts, technically, or the athletic directors. You can't really, you know, come in as an organization like that and say, hey, you got paid because you have, you know, a good YouTube channel or whatever, and you get a little bit of money every month. Now you can't play. I mean, they do that as it is with transfers. I don't think they want to do that with kids just trying to make a living. It's a slippery so, slope. Um, it's a very slippery slope. Um, it's almost as slippery as when, uh, you know, that, that dude from Denver that got beat up by Sons and Four guy tripped while he's running up the stairs. Um, so, no, no reaction from you? That was a stretch. Yeah, a little bit. You're right. <laughs> Sons in four. Um, but yeah, no, you know, back to being serious about this. Like, I think, I mean, look, if it comes down to it where players get an opportunity, take it and run. If it's going to, if it's in your best interest or it will actually benefit you, whatever it may be, do it. I mean, worst case it happens, you can just say no after or say no to a, a second one or whatever. Um, but I think this does open up more opportunities for like Gatorade, for example, when they do the Arizona Gatorade Player of the Year. I mean, could you imagine if they were able to, you know, use Bajon Robinson, for example, two years in a row just on commercials or whatever? How about in an NCAA game? Yeah, same thing. I would love to have the actual players' names on there. Yeah, that'd be really Instead cool. Instead of quarterback number three or whatever. But. But here's the thing is, if you're EA, do you actually pay them for that? Like, would you actually be willing to do that? Depends how much of a demand there is. I mean, if they're a good player. It comes down to you know. whether the, the schools, like a Duke football, for example, that doesn't have the same kind of cachet as in Alabama or whatever, um, if their fans are, you know, want that to happen and people just kind of make a demand for it. Well, wasn't there a rumor that some teams are going to be left out of the new NCAA game? I mean, maybe because they didn't because they didn't want to have their like uh, yeah their likeness used. 
That could be. Yeah. I can't remember what programs it was. I think it was some big ones, though, if I'm not mistaken. Two Attack of Oiloa throws to um, number four. <laughs> well, they always put fake names in there anyway. I know. It's like when I told you that one time, not one time, the several times I made a player in that game and I made my last name Alvarez just so they would actually say it instead of the running back. Yeah. <laughs> Alvarez. Or I hate, oh my goodness, NBA, when they give you a stupid nickname. They always give you a nickname. Oh, I hate that so much. <laughs> it's always a nickname. Yeah. And it's always and it's always something so dumb yeah. too. The Punisher. Yeah. Oh god. I think this so last bad. one was you were junior. Was it junior? I thought it was something. There else. was there was one edition where you were all where you were junior no matter what. Uh, now I kind of want to look it up. Yeah. Hey, while I'm, while I'm looking this up, uh, what do you think Suns and Four Guys' nickname would be on that game? Um, non-existent. They wouldn't put him in. He's not that interesting. I think he's pretty interesting. Give me one other interesting quality about him. Um, he was nice to all the Suns fans. That's not interesting. Yeah, it is. He could have been a douche. That would have been more interesting. <laughs> Like, if he thought of himself as elite or something like that, like he was a better Suns fan than other people, that would be more interesting. I would go for that as a, like as a villain. Um, like, this guy who becomes a, a legend and then immediately takes a turn and becomes a jerk to everybody. I would like that way more. Okay, hang on. I'm going to change the subject now because we don't need another 10-minute rant from you. Um, I, I pulled up a list of the nicknames. So it was uh, Freak. Do you remember that I one? I do remember Freak. Prez. <laughs> I don't remember Prez. Uh, AI. I remember AI. For I sure. do. And then the most recent one was probably the dumbest. Che. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That That's, yeah. Maybe I was wrong about Junior. I always thought there was a Junior. Maybe that's something. Else. Well, I mean, maybe maybe you thought they were saying Junior when they were saying Che. Could be. Yeah, but yeah, what what are those nicknames? <laughs> They're inoffensive. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. Oh, anyway, all right, whatever. Um, Eric, what's going on in Flagstaff? Anything interesting? NAU um, has some people that were in the Olympic trials. Um, nice. Okay, Nico Young, a freshman. Ran the 5K, finished ninth at the U.S. Olympic Trials. Pretty impressive um, for for a freshman in college. There was a, a graduate named Brooke Anderson. She's the hammer thrower. She got second and made the Olympics. She's an NAU alum. Um, so that's kind of the big thing going on right now is the trials just ended. So uh, track and field is a really big thing here in Flagstaff. We've got Rachel Schneider is a local uh runner who i can't remember maybe it was the 10k one of the long distance races made the olympics um came in third in the trials I, I mean, now i'm thinking i think it was the 10k um but yeah that's the big thing right now we're getting into like everyone else high school sports are um kind of coming to a you know they're going to especially football and whatever are going to the kind of camps and everything soon so that's fun 
Um, Seven's season basically is done now for the most part and yeah. getting into training for actual football. Yeah, there's a lot of teams. Like, I know Desert Vista for sure, they're off this week, uh, or the next two weeks, I should say. Um, my uh, my intern, Drew Schott, who wrote a great story, by the way, on ASU's recruiting efforts in the East Valley, um, he went out to Higley Sevens. They've had a passing league every sure. year. Or, I'm sorry, every, every year, every week. Um, I think this is the last one, if I'm not mistaken, at least – I'm pretty sure it will be because they only had like four teams show up. So I think a lot of teams are kind of on break now. Um, I'm going to be on break. I'm leaving for two. Well, not leaving, leaving, but I'm off for two weeks. So uh, I'm going to sign off of Twitter and everything. Dig that. We'll still, we'll still do the podcast, of course, because that's not a huge hassle. Um, other than the fact that I have to talk to Eric for about an hour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um but yeah, so you know, I think I think like to your point, I think this is kind of the time where teams start to wind down, get ready to go to camp, and then, man, come August, I mean, full steam ahead. We're talking about first official week of practice coming up pretty soon once we hit August. So uh, exciting times ahead for sure. Um, Eric, anything interesting you ate, or should we just wrap it? Let's wrap it, man. I had a you know we the one thing I did have what we talked all about desserts in the last episode and maybe want to get us yep. a, a drumstick. So I got a, the other day, got an ice cream <laughs> drumstick. It was delicious. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Saturday night, I went out with a couple of buddies to watch the Suns game. We went to Zips, man. So good. Places. We great. had mozzarella sticks. We had uh, steak nachos. I had a really good burger. Um, it was technically my cheat day for my diet. Obviously, I made it that way. Uh, I I couldn't stomach the uh, the cookie skillet, but maybe next time. What is a cookie skillet? That sounds great, though. It's like a pizuki. Mm. Yeah. It's like it's literally just just a, a giant pizookie. cookie in a skillet. Yeah, it's like it's like one of the fajita skillets. Mm. You know, they just spread out a cookie on it, put some ice cream on top. Looks sounds pretty good to me. It's really good. Yeah, I just couldn't do it. I was so full. I feel that. Time. I had a lot of uh, <clears throat> water. Yeah. Um, so anyway, thank you to Chili once again for joining us. Make sure to give him a follow at just Chili Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. I'm not as good as, as he is when he does that. Uh, make sure to give myself and Eric a follow as well as the Arizona Varsity team at Zach Elvira, at Uniman Rights, at AZHSFB, and at Arizona Varsity. Thank you all for listening. Go Suns. Hopefully next time Eric and I are uh, are in your ears that the uh, – the Suns are in the finals. It'll be the first time in my lifetime that the Suns go to the finals. How crazy would that be? Thank you once again for listening, and we will talk to you all next. You're week. pretty good at Sunday. the. You're pretty good at the. Um, e. Newman writes uh, like the list of our names. You've gotten pretty good at that. Yeah, you're not chili level yet, but you're getting there. Yeah. You ruined my uh, Suns in four. I know. I did that on purpose. Suns in four. <laughs>